Hello, Greater Emanuel. Unfortunately, due to inclement weather predictions, Community Day will be postponed tentatively to October the 2nd. Remember to stay tuned and stay connected. As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Greater Emanuel podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our Bishop, First Lady, and Church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening. Well, God bless you today. I'm Elder Dion Mullen, and I want to take this opportunity to welcome you to Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church of God in Christ, where our pastor is the Bishop, J. Drew Shear, the presiding bishop of the Church of God in Christ. Well, it's Friday night, and it's time to get into the Word of God for this evening. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness, and we thank you for your loving kindness. Father, I pray that you would give us this Word that we might hide it in our heart that we might not sin against thee and that father that we might become all the more better through the hearing of your word on tonight this is our prayer in jesus name we pray thank god amen and amen again well again god bless you tonight i want you to get your bibles in your hand uh, we have a lesson today that i feel is going to uh, bless you uh, as it is done uh, myself. Uh, we are going to be talking about walking in your God-given authority, walking in your God-given authority. And the word of the Lord comes from the book of St. Matthew, the 16th chapter, and we're going to read verses 17 through 19. The word of the Lord reads, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And verse 19, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again, tonight we're going to be talking about Walking in your God-given authority. Can you say that with me? Walking in my God-given authority. Walking in spiritual authority is living under the influence of God's grace and unlimited favor. It means to have spiritual power and the authority of God. Spiritual authority allows every believer to live a fruitful and prosperous life with the help of the Lord. At the entrance of Matthew, the 16th chapter, the Pharisees and the Sadducees come to Jesus asking him for a sign from heaven as a means to tempt him. After rebuking them, Jesus departs with his disciples who inadvertently forgot to pack a lunch for their journey. And in verse six, Jesus instructs his disciples to take heed and to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. In other words, he was instructing his disciples to be careful regarding the teachings of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The leaven spoken in this verse symbolizes the false doctrine of the religious leaders. However, the disciples thought that Jesus was referring to the actual leaven or yeast that is commonly used in making bread. 
By the time we get to verse 9, Jesus accuses his disciples of having little faith and then goes on to remind them of the time where 5,000 souls were fed with five loaves of bread and two fish. This brings me to a point uh, about our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, if Jesus in this particular instance uh, admonishes or accuses rather his disciples of having little faith, then it suggests that it is an expectation of every believer that our faith ought to grow in God. I remember growing up as a child in the church and I remember the saints singing the song that says, faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. You don't need a whole lot, just use the little that you've got. Faith, 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 just a little bit of faith. But can I submit to you on tonight that uh, the faith of the believer is just like a muscle. And in order for our faith to develop and grow and mature in God, then we must exercise our faith in the Lord. If we don't exercise our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, then there should not be any expectation that our faith ought to grow. And I submit on tonight that God would have every believer to build upon their faith so that their faith grows, matures, and is strengthened in him. The Bible says, according to Hebrews, the 11th chapter and verse number six, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, by the time we get down to verse number 13, Jesus begins to entertain a discussion around who people were saying that he was. Verse 13 says, when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? Verse 14, and they said, some say that thou art John the Baptist. Some say Elias and others Jeremiah's or one of the prophets. Verse 15, and he saith unto them, but whom do ye say that I am? Verse 16, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ. Look at that declaration made by uh, Simon Peter. He, he emphatically stated that Jesus was the Christ, the son of the living God. This occurrence, which took place approximately six months before the crucifixion, was pivotal in Jesus's ministry, marking the climax of his teaching concerning his person as he prepares his disciples for his approaching death. Caesarea Philippi was located north of Galilee near Mount Hermon. It is here that Peter confesses Jesus as both the promised Messiah and the divine. The deity of Christ is a truth that can only be made known through divine revelation. Now for a moment, let's talk about natural and human authority and its definition. It is the power to influence or command thought, opinion, or behavior. It is also defined as persons in command. For instance, the badge and weapon of policemen and women are symbols of their delegated authority to uphold and enforce the laws of the land. But spiritual authority uh, uh, overshadows any other worldly authority. God's authority overshadows sickness, 
It overshadows disease. It overshadows poverty. It overshadows disaster. It overshadows failure. It overshadows enemies. There is no power that is greater than the authority and the power of God. God's throne is established on his authority. I'm going to say that again, that God's throne is established on his authority. All diseases, all sickness, all poverty, all failures, all enemies are subject to and inferior to God's authority. God's authority represents himself. And God alone is the authority in all things and all authorities of the earth are instituted by God. There's no power greater than his. There's no authority that outweighs his judgment, his rule, his reign and his superiority. Isaiah, the 66th chapter verses one and two says, thus saith the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me and where is the place of my rest? For all of those things have mine hand made and all of those things have been have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. That same passage of scripture I want to read out of the contemporary English version. And it says that the Lord said, heaven is my throne. Earth is my footstool. What kind of house? Could you build for me? In what place will I rest? Verse number two, I have made everything and that's how it all came to be. We have to understand as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ that God created everything. He created the heaven. He created the earth, everything in the earth, everything underneath the earth. And he says here, the people that I treasure most are humble. They depend only on me and they tremble when I speak. Therefore, it is vitally important for us who desire to serve God to know the authority of God. God's authority is proclaimed throughout the scripture according to Psalm 115 and 3, and it reads, but our God is in the heavens. He hath done whatsoever he hath pleased. And I want you to take a moment to write these scriptures down, and I want you to go back uh, later tonight, and I want you to meditate on these scriptures and rehearse these scriptures in your spirit, man. Second Chronicles, uh, the 20th chapter and verse number six, and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven and rulest now thou over the kingdoms of the heathen and in thine hand is there not power and might so that there is none who is able to withstand thee. And then Psalm 135 and six, whosoever or whatsoever rather the Lord pleased that did he in heaven and in the earth, in the seas and all the deep places. It is important for us to understand that God's authority is absolute, which means that his, his power and his authority is perfect. It is free from imperfection. And therefore, we must give him absolute submission, which is our heart's attitude and absolute obedience, which is our outward actions. Hence, therefore, we must 
learn about how to represent God. And because we are a representation of God in the earth realm, we too have authority that has been delegated unto us. I need every person that's connected to us on tonight to understand that you have been given delegated authority that has been given to you by God. So I want you to repeat this after me. I have delegated authority in the earth and watch this and in heaven. All right, let's say that one more time. I have delegated authority in the earth and in heaven. All authority, according to Matthew 28, beginning at verse 18, all authority belongs to God the Father and his Son. So it's not my authority. It's not your authority, but the authority that has been delegated to every believer, it belongs to God and his son. Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 19, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost. And finally, verse number 20, teaching them all things or teaching them to observe rather all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And lo, I am always with you, even unto the end of the world. Our authority is authenticated when we use the name of Jesus. I need you to understand that, that, that your authority is authenticated when you use the name of Jesus. My name is not good enough. Uh, and if you, if you be honest with yourself on the night, your name is not good enough. And so when we, when we begin to, to, to use the authority that has been given unto us, as believers, we've got to go in the name of Jesus. Uh, when we begin to, to, to attack and pull down those things and those, those traps that the enemy has seemed to put in our way, we've got to begin to call on the name that gives results every single time. And that name is Jesus. It says here, according to John 14 and 13, and whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And then in Proverbs, the 18th chapter, in verse number 10, it allows us to understand that there is strength in his name. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Philippians, the second chapter, verses 9 through 11, it says, wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, which means that his name is superior. Verse number 10, that at that name of Jesus, that every, name, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And then Acts, the third chapter, verse number 16, Peter begins to preach in his name through faith. It says, and his name through faith in his name have made this man strong, who you see, and yea, faith in him have given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Over in Proverbs, the 18th chapter, we see that the authority of his name, that it brings safety. 
and it reads, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. Another translation of this same passage of scripture says that the name of the Lord is a strong high tower and the righteous are lifted up above into safety. Uh, when, when we find ourselves in situations that seem to be uncomfortable and unfavorable, we've got to call on the name of the Lord. And when we begin to call on the name of the Lord and we understand and know that that name is all powerful, the Bible gives us to understand that his name has the ability to lift us up out of that unfavorable situation. And so on tonight, I challenge each and every one one of you on tonight to begin to utilize the power and the authority that's in his name. Uh, and over in Colossians, the first chapter, it says that we have been delivered from the power and the authority of Satan. And it says, giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. One of the things that we have to understand is that we also must conceive our God-given authority in our mind or in our heart. We've got to conceive that authority. According to Philippians, the second chapter in verse number five, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And before we close out on tonight, I want to deal uh, with very briefly the principle of binding and loosing. The principle of binding and loosing. Binding and loosing is originally a Jewish phrase also mentioned in the New Testament and in usage to bind and to loose means to forbid by an indisputable authority or to permit by an indisputable authority. Let's read uh, verse number 19 and see what it says. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Keys denote authority and access. And I need you to understand on tonight that every believer has been given keys which allows authority and access uh, into uh, 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 God's kingdom. In this particular passage of scripture, Peter serves as a representative of the church. Jesus is passing on his church, his authority. Uh, he's passing on his ability to bind and to loose on earth. Provisions for this spiritual act was instituted at Calvary's cross and the power that was released through his life, death and resurrection infuses every believer today. Therefore, the church is empowered to conquer the forces of evil. 
You've been empowered to conquer every wind of adversity because of the authority that has been given to you as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we ought to be excited on tonight about that authority. Uh, we have to understand that the authority and the power that has been given to us as believers has the ability to cause the enemy to back up and behave. I dare you right now to just put it in the chat and say, uh, I have the ability to bind Satan's works. I challenge you on tonight to walk in your God-given authority. And I speak the word of God out of Isaiah, the 54th chapter and verse 17, that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. But when we begin to take our rightful place in God's kingdom, when we begin to hold our head up high, square our shoulders and begin to walk in uh, the authority that God has given to every believer, I promise you that you will, you will land on the side of victory each and every time. I dare you to just tell yourself right now, victory belongs to me. Why? Because I belong to God. Why does victory belong to you? Victory belongs to you because you have authority to come against every obstacle that the enemy is trying to throw in your way. You have the authority that has been delegated to you by God. Let us pray on tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness and your loving kindness. Father, we thank you that your word has come to challenge us to stand in the authority that has been given to us as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. We bind the works of the enemy. Oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we lose your peace. We lose understanding on tonight. I pray, Father, that you would touch your people everywhere. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We come against fear tonight. We come against timidity. We come against those things that would cause us to stray outside of your will for our life. God, give us to stand bold. Give us to stand in the authority that has been delegated to us as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we will forever give thy name the praise, the glory, and the honor, because after all, it belongs to you anyway. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. Well, if you believe that right where you are, can you just clap your hands and give God praise right where you are? Give God praise for the authority that has been given to you as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. And guess what? Don't let the devil take your authority. Don't let the devil have your authority. When you feel the enemy trying to rear his ugly head, cast him out. Uh, rebuke every plan. Rebuke every plot that the enemy thought he devised for your downfall. And then praise God in advance for the victory. My friends, you don't have to wait until the battle is over, but you can shout in advance. God bless you on tonight. Well, let me encourage you on tonight. Uh, if you would get a seed, I want you to sow. I want you to sow into this ministry on tonight. Uh, the ways of giving are on the screen. And I want you to purpose in your heart tonight to give a special seed, to sow a special seed. 
all right? I want you to do that now. I want you to prepare to give your seed. Again, the ways of giving are on your screen. And let us pray over these seeds that God would bless them as we begin to sow and believe by faith. Dear Heavenly Father, here we go again, believing you by faith. I pray for every gift tonight. I pray for every believer. I pray, Father, that you would cause our seeds to multiply as we sow tonight. I pray, Father, that as someone releases their seed, that, Father, that you would release divine healing. Hallelujah. Somebody is in need of a miracle tonight. And I ask of thee that as they release and sow their seed, that directly from heaven, that, Father, that you would give them the miracle and the response that they've been waiting on. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. Well, I want to encourage every person on this Sunday. On this Sunday, we are having a community day immediately following our 1130 service. It's going to be outside in the church parking lot. Plenty of activities. There's going to be food. I want to encourage you today, my friends, to meet us there this Sunday, not only just at 1130 service, but stay a while after service. Join us outside for the community day, and I promise you, you will enjoy and be blessed. God bless you. Hello, Greater Emmanuel. Unfortunately, due to inclement weather predictions, Community Day will be postponed tentatively to October the 2nd. Remember to stay tuned and stay connected. As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening.